Welcome to Dashway Talks, a show powered by Dashway Consulting, a China-based strategic market research company founded in 2010. Hi, everyone. My name is Steve Hopkins. I've been operating within the Chinese fintech industry for the past several years,、uh, working at Chinese hedge funds, robo advisors, cryptocurrency investment banks, and wealth tech startups across mainland and Hong Kong. I've been studying Chinese language and culture for the past ten plus years, and the co-founder of the China Guys. TCG is a firm full of professional Chinese watch, China watchers that track regulatory, economic, and policy updates within China's business landscape, and present them in digestible, bite-sized pieces through newsletters and research articles. For clients with more specialized needs, we also provide tailored consultative services within the Chinese market. We're newly started, but I would love if anyone listening to this would check us out at thechinaguys.com. I'm excited to be presenting this、uh, talk for Dostray Consulting,、uh, and let's get started. Who is driving cryptocurrency innovation in China? So again, this gets back to、uh, the question one of who's driving overall innovation. I think that it's pretty cyclical, starting from the government. The government is saying, you know, we realize the power of blockchain technology, and of course, cryptocurrency is one of the better use cases of blockchain technology. And they're saying to these large corporations,、uh, to the financial institutions within this entire financial system, and saying, we want to develop this way. You guys go ahead and make it happen. You have our support. And so then, this is opening a lot of liquidity, a lot of market opportunities for some of these smaller players,、uh, particularly the startups, to come in and really test out a whole bunch of ideas. And then they also、uh, filling in within this、uh, cycle, they have the operational、uh, freedom and autonomy to really test out、uh, some of their more experimental use cases for blockchain technology, for cryptocurrency. And so it all kind of goes around in a circle. So I would say that the very top of this is probably the government, who's saying we support this. Go ahead, make it happen. And then you know all the players are pretty intermixed within that in their role of trying to drive cryptocurrency innovation within the nation. What have the U.S. and other countries learned from China's cryptocurrency development? So again, everyone's really learning from each other.、Um, I think that the U.S., at least the fintech players,、uh, they haven't necessarily learned about new use cases from China necessarily. But I think、uh, on a broader level, global regulators have definitely learned、uh, learned from each other. And so, particularly China, China's been very interesting where. They straight up banned, or well, actually, in the very beginning,、uh, in 2013, I believe, they came out and said that they were、um, stood very supportive of cryptocurrency, thought that there were some very good use cases for it that could further the national priorities, and then in 2017, they came out and said ban on everything cryptocurrency, ICOs are dead in the water. Cryptocurrency trading is in a very、uh, negative spot.、Um, all of these crypto exchanges that were operating within China,、uh, Binance, Beyond, Huobi,、uh, 
they suddenly find themselves in a very tricky position um, and need to exit the market while still servicing their Chinese clientele. Uh, but then what's interesting is that at the same time, China, the Chinese government goes over to the PBOC and says, you know, we think that cryptocurrency can be uh, contrary to invest or uh, at contrast with investors, uh, investor interests, but we still see the use case for this technology. And wouldn't it be a really cool idea if we were able to onboard some sort of electronic RMB sort of uh, sort of product that then allows our uh, national currency to A, have better access to the global community and B, give us a little bit more insight into where our money is actually flowing in and out of. Uh, and so, you know, because of that, you hear a little bit of uh, a little bit of news coming out about some recent uh, headway that the PBOC has made on developing this digital currency, how they're working with some of the bigger payment providers within the Chinese financial industry to start the integration process, you know, ask those questions, how's this going to work out? Uh, and do you guys have the capabilities to sort of onboard this new type of payment system? How can we integrate everything, et cetera, et cetera. And so suddenly what you see is sort of a global response to this, because obviously no government wants to be left out uh, of this kind of global innovation race, least of all the US who has a whole lot to lose if suddenly the renminbi uh, has increased market access to the international financial community, trade community, etc., and really, in a very much a real sense, could over the long term threaten the status of the U.S. dollar as the global de facto currency. And so you hear U.S. regulators maybe not talking to the Fed about coming up with their own digital dollar, but they start getting the conversations going about cryptocurrency. What are the benefits of this? What is this technology at its core? And then you also have the private corporations, through Facebook with their Libra project, who come up and say, look, you know, the US government is having the right sorts of conversations, but we want to take this a step further and we want to actually start developing this US dollar based um, digital currency. And obviously someone like Facebook has the resources, both fiscal and uh, relationship based uh, to kind of take the approach to getting this project started. And so I would say that getting back to the question uh, that it's not necessarily that there's one or two specific lessons that the US and other countries have learned from China's cryptocurrency development, but it's kind of the broader top-down approach that Chinese regulators have towards cryptocurrency, towards mitigating the risks towards investors that cryptocurrency investments present, but still, you know, the long-term development, strategic development of this technology, those are the sorts of lessons that I think the U.S. at a governmental level are starting to take away from the Chinese approach 
to the, uh, to the technology. Any questions? We will find an expert to answer them. Drop your questions in the comments or send us an email, dx at dashwayconsulting.com.